Hello, I'm Isaac Foster, intern here at the 908, and I just want to make a quick disclaimer that this episode of Shoot Your Shot includes some very vulgar, explicit language that you would not want to have in front of your children. Now remember, life is great in the 908. The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head! I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot, Paul Sutter, the chosen one. John Grosser, the boss man. John, February's over. Uh, well, it's almost over. It was a good month. It was a good run we had. The good news about... the Let me say this real quick before I bring you in. The good news about February being over is that at least we used to love March the most. Now it's our third favorite month, but like at least we have that to look forward to. Well, here's here's my issue. February gets gypped, what, two to three days? Yeah. And then everyone, I think because of that, they gyp it even more. I've been hearing since February 12th that, that it's already March. Yeah, like, that's, no, that's it's a not. good point. That's a good point. That's it my fault. It is not. And that's my and fault. And everyone's saying it. They're like, well, it's already March. Well, no, it's actually not. It's smack dab in the middle of February. That's my bad, I that, and I'm part of the problem. You're part of the problem, and I had to call you out because it's really been bugging me because you know how much I love February. I know. It's, I'm part of the problem. But what I'm what I'm saying is that the next show that we have will be March. Yeah. and that and, but I, this live, is, well, I live this with This is the, the first basis. day you can say that, basically. I mean, True. If you did. All I'm saying is, let's enjoy what we got. Yeah. No one's, listen, no one loves March more than me and Paul. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. March Madness is going to be absolutely wild. Insanity, by the way. I might win this year because I've watched a little. And by so little, I mean zero. I want to say something real quick. (laughs) Duke could be back. I said that they're out. I mean, I could pick them this year. Last year was the year I said I wasn't going to pick them, right? That's true. That's true. I kind of, I need you. What's sad is I'm not going to, but then when I felt my bracket, I am. You've... Because what... What team am I going to look at and be like, yeah, they'll take down Duke? No one. Nobody. Because you haven't watched any of the games. <laughs> that that This is what's going to make you – this is this is why you're going to succeed. Because you're going to see all these teams and you're going to be like, what the fuck is – why the hell is, I don't know, Drake a five seed? You know, why is fucking – V- VCU all of a sudden won the turn. Rakes of five seed. Like they're nasty. If, it, if it's fifteen versus two, Duke Drake. How do how do I pick Drake? It, that's not going to be. Uh, it, if it was going to happen, it'd be Drake's a five seed, Duke's a twelve seed. That's what would happen. Got it. And, and you'd be like, that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to pick Duke, and right. then you're going to go far because yeah. they're, you know, they probably might win. I don't know. It's it's. I'm telling you, it's a confusing year this year. Kansas is going to be like an 11 seed. It's wild. Yeah. I'm just saying, just I be mean, ready. Duke could get hot. No, they are hot. They're going to make the tournament I now. Mean, there's no chance they don't have like three of the best shooters in the nation. I that have been streaky all year. I said they're done, and I did write them off because I thought they were because they stunk. They were like eight and eight or some bullshit. 
they've rattled off three in a row, four in a row. They beat Virginia, who's number seven in the country. And now they might be the best team in the in the country. Duke might be the best team in the country right now. Keep that in mind when you're filling out your bracket. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh yeah. Honestly, and I don't I don't know why. Why like you know how Christmas like it'll be October and you're like, oh shit, Christmas is coming. St. Patty's Day flies under the radar. It does. It's one of the best holidays. We, we didn't get like, to have I'm it I'm yes thinking about it. I'm year. like green. I'm thinking Shamrock Shake. I'm thinking beer. I'm thinking just like wearing a green shirt. What a joy that is. We didn't get to have it last time. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's, now we know what we missed. What day does that fall on? A Wednesday, I think. I think it is a Wednesday. I think I looked it up recently as well. Well, we usually record our shows on Wednesday. Holy smokes. So... This could be an electric. It'll be electric factory. I'm in. Are I'm taking the day week, off. I'm deadline week right now. I don't know if I'm showing it because I'm so cool and collected. Yeah, you are. But I'm stressed. March 17th, I will be cool as a cucumber. We can have green beer at 7 a.m. if you want. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm in. A thousand percent. Maybe we do a sleepover and wake up and have green beer and ham, green eggs and ham. Green, uh, green eggs and green beer and ham. I'm in. A million percent. Or okay. we could go to the Crooked Duck. You think they're going to Holy do- smokes. Well, you think they're going to- well, green mimosas for yeah. sure. Yeah. Isn't that wouldn't that make sense? I mean, if they weren't, we just told them to, and yes, they will have green mimosas. Well, that's what we have. Joey Rooney on the show, the owner of the Crooked Duck, one of our favorite places. It might be the the best breakfast and lunch spot in Long Beach. It is. It, it's no doubt, right? Because I don't know if they're. If I had to pick a spot, if somebody out of town said I need to go to a good breakfast spot. Where should I go? I'd say the Crooked Duck every time. Yeah. Well, it's because... Well, this was in Long Beach, but they, they banged Cafe Del Sol. That's a good point. That was, boy, was that a great spot. That's a good but, point. But uh, I think it is because if you notice, everyone else who tries to like claim breakfast, they just end up stuffing you to the max because they can't mm-hmm. they can't match the flavors at Crooked Duck. So they just no. give you like a million potatoes. But I don't need that. No, I agree. Well, I might need a million potatoes... After this freaking deal that they have. Yeah, that's pretty unbelievable. So, I guess we could talk, we'll talk about it in the interview. But you're telling me it's bottomless mimosas for $3? Yes, every day. Well, Monday through Thursday. But that caters, well, a lot of people are working from home now, Paul. You know that. I'm your boss saying. don't know if you're if you're no. at the Heck Crooked no. Duck or if you're at your house. And Thursday doesn't even count. You don't even have to work on no, Thursday. Thursday's not a day. So you're telling me I could go on a Thursday to the Crooked Duck and I'll order for three bucks. I can have a million mimosas and just black and then have an unreal breakfast. Yeah, you could have five million. That seems like it's not real. It's a pretty good deal. That's a deal and a half. Yeah. It, well, what it is is a steal. But he, Well, now I'm starting to think about something here. Maybe he took our idea about now what he should do is say three dollars would be fifteen dollars. On the menu. That's what he should say now. Wait, Just like Grocery you? Outlet does. That's what we were going to do at Celery. Oh, remember? I see. The $15 mimosa, now $3. Now $3. Or just, it is $15, but every day it's a special. It, it's at three. It's $3 for us. $3 a day. Yeah. Could be elsewhere 15 Yeah, elsewhere Here, 15 three. Yeah. God. That's, a, that's free. Now you're saying it's free. You wouldn't believe how expensive a wine I was drinking last weekend. <laughs> Here we go. I'm telling you, we could turn this into a wine podcast in a heartbeat. We don't even need to talk about Long Beach anymore. Yeah, that's true. You want me to talk about this natural wine I got? I out do. There? I do want. You, I want you to break it down for me. Well, I haven't tried it yet. Paul was so Paul came over to my house and he's looking at this cool looking wine bottle. Well, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna taste it for all the listeners eventually, probably later this month mm-hmm. after this deadline. Yeah, it's natural wine. You know what that means? It means it's naturally. Well, a lot of wine is naturally made with like no pesticides and all that stuff, right, which right, this right, is. Right. But if you're if you're going back to the to the store every day to get your I don't know your Chuck Schwab. <laughs> You start to expect a certain quality, or let's say yep. you're a big uh, what's that other one that everyone likes? What Bogart or something? Are you talking about wines? Yeah, uh, Barefoot. Yeah, one of you. So you, you've, Carlo, you've come to to respect Barefoot's taste, and I like Barefoot. I'm not shooting on Barefoot. But I'm just saying. Well, all I'm saying is this natural wine. You don't know what you're going to get because all these other wineries they have to put additives in there, like certain things, certain sugars, whatever. To make sure that taste is consistent, right? Natural wine, right? What, every bottle could be different, right? Okay, I see. What so you're it's saying. just whatever the grape does, the grape does, and they put it in a bottle. I see they're what not, you're saying. They're not going after a flavor. They're saying this is we're fermenting it. Boom, that's what it tastes like. Boom, here you go. Th- this is so, why they pay you the big bucks. It's interesting. It's gonna have a little more flavor because it's not as controlled, I think. But there's no consistency, right? It's a streaky shooter. I it's, like that. It's Duke. It's basically Duke. They're gonna. Now They're gonna my language. knock down eight threes preseason. You're gonna be like, this team's gonna win the national championship. Then they're gonna lose three in a row, and you're gonna be like, ah, do I hop off? And then you get that one last bottle, and there you go, and you're winning the uh, the Sweet Sixteen round. That's I, that's my analysis of natural wine, having never had it and not really actually know what I'm talking about. I well, first off, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly what happened. Or that's exactly what happens. So I appreciate the breakdown. Now I get it. Now it's in my head, and now I know what to expect. You expect the unexpected when you drink natural wine. That's what exactly. That's what exactly. You hit the nail on the head again. Thank God. What a duo we are, eh? Yeah. Uh, Should we start a natural winery? Yeah, we'll just put it in the wing of the celery at Kmart mm-hmm. over there. Well, just it sounds like a lot less work. Like you don't really have to. It doesn't matter how it tastes. Right? Yeah, it's natural. It's natural, and you all the, and you can charge a lot because all the rich like sommeliers and whatnot are going to be like, yeah, we got to try this natural wine. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the girls that don't shave their legs. Yeah, like I'm all natural, but it's like, uh, yeah, are you just kind of lazy? You're kind of either just, way. Yeah. I respect it. You're like living in Italy, basically, or France. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, shaving your armpits and whatnot. Yeah. I'm in. I'm down to do it, thousand uh, percent. Can we bring this up? So, have we reached a spot where you know we're a big deal? Well, you know that you're a big deal when people are creating fake accounts of you. Can we yeah. bring this up? We're in the middle of a minor crisis. I'm getting blown up all over the place. So you, wow! Somebody made a fake account of you. Someone made a fake Instagram account. I mean. Let's That's be honest, a big pe- deal. people have been stealing the brand for a few years now. That's good. It was point. only a matter of time when it got to John Grossi. It went to personal. It went to personal. They've already been stealing the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, just got a huge text from Chris Brio. Shout out. He's looking out for me. He wants me to know it might be a new account. <laughs> no. Brio for three. Uh, I got, see, this is, I got to tell him that it's My not. sweet prince. Brio for three. Uh, looking out. It's fake. I have to tell him it's fake. Okay. I can't believe Brio hit you up. Well, he was looking out. Well, I can believe it because he's probably the greatest guy in Long Beach. Yeah. I don't even know if he lives here anymore, but he's got to be the greatest <laughs> dude in the city. 
by the way, we should. I'll tell you where he lives. He probably lives like just twelve feet above. He's our protector angel. That's the, true. Long Beach's protector angel. If you, I think we should hit him up on the on St. Patrick's Day. That's what we oh, should do. Oh wow, that's that's honestly probably the best idea you've ever had. And I think, but that would show how much he means to us mm-hmm. because he'd be like, "Damn, this is a big holiday for these guys." Yeah. Okay, I like we'll that. We'll do that. So what's the they, somebody stole your identity? Yeah, I've seen him do it to other people. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah, but like that's like Kendall Jenner and shit. Mm-hmm. So you're, I mean, we talked about you being the Kim Kardashian of Long Beach, did we not? I mean, you can monetize my Instagram account easy. People want to know what I'm doing at all times. So basically, someone just screenshotted everything on my Instagram account, and then they, I'm John Grossy nine oh eight, and they just put John Grossy nine oh eight underscore. Smart by them. And they put all the same pictures because they're all screenshots. And they're just absolutely trying to steal my identity, but it ain't going to happen. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, maybe it was me. Maybe it was me trying to boost the content of the of our show, of our podcast. Uh, first off, I don't need to do that. We're the top-rated podcast in the city. Content comes natural to us. I don't have to do anything like that. Two, I'm not driven enough for that as you know with yeah. all of these ideas that i have and still not as rich as i could be so it's definitely not me someone could just be pranking me easy uh i do feel like i got a prank call the other week that i was like it was one of those prank calls that i wasn't sure if it was a prank call until the end and i i have a good feeling that it was one of my former distributors i don't know which one isaac producer isaac i don't think so i think i would recognize isaac but I think it was like a former distributor or and or his or her friends like probably playing a drinking game and like a dare. Okay. Because I see. they started asking me these weird questions about if I could deliver flyers. Okay. And I was like, but but they did a good job because uh because I couldn't tell if it was a prank call or just because there are weird people. Right. That's true. And me, I'm just trying to be polite. But I respected it. I I didn't laugh. I just gave them all the answers and I knew it was fake, but, and I appreciate you doing that because we were there. We were there at one point. Oh yeah. We were prank calling older people. Oh, I'm still there. You put a few of those three dollar mimosas in me and you oh. say like, wouldn't it be funny if you, if you prank called your old teacher? I'd yeah. Be like, yeah, probably. Yeah. You're right. I'd do it in a heartbeat actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. We should probably do that soon. We haven't <laughs> played a nice little drinking game in a while. They said, uh, they were like, just being kind of weird. And then they said, I was like, so I was like, what is your business? And, and they go, uh, uh, it's, it's still like, like vapes and, and tobacco and stuff. And then smart. And I was like, okay. They're like, yeah, do you distribute your schools? <laughs> and then I think they lost it and they hung up. It was pretty funny. That's pretty good. I wonder who it was. Cause I want to play with them next time. Yeah, It wasn't too bad. At what are we too old to play like drinking games with like the 22 year olds? Or is that? No, you're stuck on those 22 year olds today. Well, foreshadow. Yeah. Uh, well, that, I'm just, I don't want to say 21 because that's just newbie. Yeah. Give me the you know mm-hmm. the year. I want a, a veteran, a one-year veteran of the drinking age. No, what I think is nice about the pandemic is it's, it cemented our graduation from like, like you see the youngsters and you're one of them, and now we're, we're still going to be out there. But we're going to be the, the like – like, oh, it's John and Paul. Because this happened to me recently when I bought uh, intern Monty a shot over at Riley's. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, a year ago, I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, I'm drinking a beer with him. Now, I'm like, I stay a little separate. I'm like. 
I like that. Send him a shot. I like that. So that's where we're at now. Yeah, that's where we're like the grandpas. Okay. Oh, we're not uncles anymore. We're like the anymore. uncle. We're, no, we are the we uncles. We are the uncles. We're not the older brothers anymore. We're the uncles. Well, if you think about it, everyone we used to say we were uncles to wasn't 21, but they are now. That's true. That's true. They were all in like high school. You're right. So now we're now we're the uncles. We're not the cousins anymore. Uh, by the way, Johnny Five. I don't. I think Johnny Five is. Wait, maybe he's. I think we, he's playing now. Did we discuss Ali Morales as a new name? Yeah, we did. Okay, but she, it's, her old, it's her real name. Yeah, it's, I forget what it is. I forget what it is too. But she's going by that now. And I wonder if I look up Ali, if it'll even pop up. I'll look up Morales. That's a little smart move. There you go. Uh, let me bring this up real quick. So, FCS is playing FCS. So not Division One football, but FCS football is playing in the spring. So is Johnny Five playing right now? Oh, he's got to be. Right? For Adam State? So maybe maybe we could go. Because he hit me up one time saying he was in town and he wanted to grab a beer with his uncles. That's what he said, which was pretty sick. Uh, but he had the se- he has the season. So I can't. Not yet. Once season's over. After season. Then we can, yeah. you know, throw a few back, talk about some memories, things like that. But right now, no. He's uh, got to earn it. I got an update on Ali Morales' name. It's what is it? Andi. Andi. I like Andy. that. Yeah. A-U-N-D-I-E. Andi Morales. I like that. Still the best golfer I've ever seen. She is by far. I went golfing the other day, by the way. Uh, Lakewood Country Club. First time I golf in a while, probably like six, seven, eight months. Uh, I wasn't great, John, but the, it's all there. It's all just has to be put together. Golfing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I still golfing. have it. I'm all well, good. I went golfing. Whew, boy, was that a nice place on Monday. Country Club. Hmm. I don't know if you know about the Country Club. Which I mean, one? Oh, Mountain Gate. It's up It's up in the uh, Bel Air, Beverly Hills area. That sounds rich. Oh, it was rich. We were the poorest people there. There's no doubt. Yeah. Okay. But I won it through the Century Club. Shout out Century Club. Wow. Shout out Dan Gooch. Uh, well, I bid on it. Okay. But worked out for me. Probably played pretty horrible uh but it was fun there's a lot of rich people did a lot of networking through eye contact i like that, that sort of thing yeah it's crazy that i didn't get invited yeah well it, it see the problem is you're not getting married uh i use it as a marriage present to my to my brother that's big to uh Adoni. so i said like congrats guys this is for you okay oh so they went they went okay oh believe me you you lock up a, a nice young girl I'll, I'll think about that. I'll, I'll take you to Little Wreck or something, you know? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say that. So I went golfing. This is what I was going to say. How about us talking about uh, with John Mallinger? Oh, my God. I was going to bring that up. How, I was going to bring it up, too, but obviously we're the greatest podcast doing the city, so it came up naturally, yeah. just like the wine that we've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> we we talked about Max Homa, and he says he's close. John Mallinger says he's close. And God damn it, does he win the next That was pretty tournament? amazing. Yes, he does. I listened to actually last week's podcast yesterday because I was writing an article about yep. Riley's, and uh, I couldn't believe that. I forgot he did that. And I didn't even know because I haven't been up on things. 
and I'm not on Twitter, as you know. Yep. I never heard of Max Homa, so when he said that last week, I was like, no idea who that is. All of a sudden, he's winning the tournament, and Malinger called it. He's legit. That was cool. I mean, he's an expert. John Malinger's an expert. He's been in the game. Did we have him on our show? Yeah, we're a big deal. Top-rated show, five stars. Not a big deal. Uh, we had him on our show. Just a little golf expert. Gives us a prediction. Bang, bang. All of a sudden, the rib is won by Max Homa. That's pretty cool. Did does jo- well? Should we get? We'll get to the interview. Probably. What? Well, does Joey make any predictions on this week's show? I forget. I forget. I forget. Because if he does, if he says anything about the future, you know it's coming true. He does make say a few things about the future. Oh, oh, Oktoberfest. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Well, that's a little. That's that's what we a, call foreshadowing yeah. in this business. Well, we uh, are the official literary podcast of the American Writers Association. Ah, a good point. Uh, should we get to the interview? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do that. Let's get to the interview. Uh, Joey Rooney at Crooked Duck at the Crooked Duck. Uh, we were outside in like their little tent area, the little like uh, outdoor patio, outdoor or whatever. patio, yeah, yeah, outdoor dining. Uh, honestly. Great. It's such a good setup. I hope that we're able to keep that because it's kind of cool out there. I don't know. I mean, I know it takes parking spots and I stuff like that. I think that's going to be the only that's the only complaint is that it takes parking away from the residents on that street. Yeah. But I mean, that's tough. Like if I lived on that street, I'd probably be pissed. Yeah, I I would too. But you but... also I mean, parking on the street was always a part of it. Right. Like like you're never gonna have parking on that street, basically. But I found. Well, I mean, we when we went, we found a spot. We found a spot. And that's pretty the thing easy. about Crooked Duck is you always, you always find a spot. It's one of those places where yeah. you, there's always one spot for you. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of amazing. I think that's part of uh, Joey Rooney's uh, magic, S- secret sauce. Yeah, he's got yeah. a little bit of secret sauce there. Okay, let's let's get to the interview. Joey Rooney at the Crooked Duck. Wow, it looks great. Traditional American Foursquare. Back again. The Crooked Duck, one of our favorite spots. With us, we got Joey Rooney, the owner. Thanks for in- inviting us again, man. Well, thanks Great so much. to see you again. Well, thanks so much for coming over. Appreciate it. So we're over here just slamming some mimosas right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Uh, I appreciate the the love. I got my, myself a pomegranate mimosa right now. No, uh, Yeah, pomegranate mimosa is delicious, and I also got the mango mimosa. Cheers. 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 So what, what, what's the deal here? We got a... a it's three dollar mimosas is that right that's correct uh we just started to kick off this new uh, mimosa promotion uh monday through thursday we have three dollar mimosas so come thirsty and of course come hungry for one of our award-winning breakfast uh entrees which is good so you have four flavors you have all this patio space describe what's going on over here right now what we got here is um uh, originally before covid uh in march we uh had a parking lot and we had indoor diners uh, well, indoor dining, and we decided that uh, once we got the okay to get the parking lot permitted so we could go ahead and uh, put tables out here, um, we immediately um, went into full-on action and got the umbrellas and tables and, you know, shade out here, put some planters, you know, got some beautiful palm trees out here to kind of spruce it up a little bit. Um, and then, of course, the second round hit um, where we had to think about like, well, what about like enclosure? Because it's going to get cold out here. So we put up a tent. And so we took the umbrellas down, which I kind of like the umbrellas better than the tent. Gave it more ambiance, you know. Uh, so 
The tent's actually doing really well. We got heaters out here uh, in case it's a little chilly. Of course, today we're in Southern California, a perfect, uh, what, February day. It's, it's so nice. Out what here degrees right now? is it right now? I don't know, Probably 70 60, maybe? Yeah, 68. <laughs> it's all perfect. Oh, me and John are sharing a mic again. Uh, we, uh, it's just the grind of the podcast game. I don't know if you get it, Joey, but sometimes you just got to battle like we are with the two with one mic, and I mean that's just who we are as people. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so what's the what's your your feeling on when this place is going to open back up? Like uh, indoor dining, at, at least is what is what I mean. Well, word has it, I think um, they're talking about possibly three to four weeks that indoor dining will go back. Okay. Probably. A lesser capacity like maybe 25% okay which I'm okay with because I can go ahead and put a few tables inside and then a few tables out here um, it'd be really difficult for our kitchen to actually maximize indoors and outdoors so I got to be careful on how many tables I right. put out uh, and the other thing is our third-party company you know with the deliveries that's like really you know kicked off big time and including our online delivery and those folks out there that actually do the third-party companies you know those companies take 24 to 30% of our check. That's what I heard. So it's important that everybody knows that, um, you know, hey, if, if, you, if you can, place it online, swing by and pick it up, you'll save a lot of money because they also charge a little bit extra. Right. And also the prices are higher because of the to-go product, the to-go containers and that kind of stuff that I kick in, you know, a little higher because uh, otherwise it's, it's difficult for me to, to, to make a buck on that way. How so. much do you hate that? I mean, a lot. That's you know, um, during the week, it's it's okay. At the weekend, sometimes I have to put a twenty minute default on the on the on the delivery companies because I have Grubhub right now and I have Postmates. So, like, I think it was last Sunday, one of my servers said, "Joey, you need to you need to stop the del- stop the deliveries because we're it was affecting our in 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 house dining." Right. So, I mean, the ticket times were going for, instead of thirty minutes, they were going to forty five minutes. So I immediately you know went ahead and put the put the default on it. So, yeah. When so when we do open back up, what are the odds? you keep this 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 patio i mean it's sweet back here like I yeah mean, it's yeah. not it's not like ideal because obviously you want to be open inside but it's pretty sweet out here absolutely and i think a lot of folks right now they kind of like the fresh air and i think they would prefer to sit outside instead of indoors so i'm pushing towards the city i'd like to see if we can get this thing permanent so we could take this tent down maybe build some kind of structure like a a, a deck of some sort with plexiglass around and, you know, keep the planters and, and make it like a really, really cool looking place, you know, neighborhood, which is what all, all I've always been a neighborhood, you know, breakfast, lunch, you know, we, we decided, uh, you know, at the second round, uh, when we finally got to reopen, I decided to shut down for dinner and it was, it was difficult. I looked at the numbers and, you know, folks were not willing to come out at night because it was too cold. Even with the heaters, the patio heaters, um, it's tough. So I decided to shift gears and, and just concentrate on our breakfast and lunch. So, And we were known for that anyway, so, yeah. Do you see dinner ever coming back? You know, I don't see dinner coming back, but I do see special events, which Ooh, is something idea. that I really talked about with my wife, Shelly, which is a big part of our duck, by the way. I need to shout that out. Um, without her, I don't think I could run this restaurant. Um, she's my uh, anchor. You know, save. Yeah, good save, right? <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, my daughter also, Madison, she handles a lot of my social media. She's a big part of this operation, including what she is. She's a mom and I'm a grandpa, by the way, everybody. <laughs> I'm proud oh, yeah. of that. Um, but, you know, she does a, quite a bit of the social media and she's right now working on our website to, to change it to, to where it's more engaging and 
maybe I can start doing, um, like I said, maybe special events. You know, come September, I'd like to do maybe a weekend Oktoberfest. You know, we'll get, you know, if, if we can keep the parking lot. So we can, we can, you know, do something like that where we have a, you know, a great little Oktoberfest, a community Oktoberfest. So I, so I am looking forward to possibly June, July, August. But again, we don't know what's going to happen. Just like I didn't know when we we're going to happen, well, we were going to open, you know, right. back in, uh, what, uh, January? There was no talk. And all of a sudden, bam, we get to open. Were you kind of caught off guard yes, then? Yes, I was. Big t- I mean, yeah. I feel like everybody was. Yeah. But, like, did you just, like, you got the news and immediately, like, hey, let's go. We got to roll? Yeah, you know. What was that um, like? It, it was hard because I, I I had immediately just throw into action who's going to be able to work. Uh, are, are, are these some of my staff, are they going to come back? Um, and then also I had to deal with, like, the fact that I had no dinners. So, um, so I let go of, you know, at least four members, key members in the kitchen. I lost three members out on the floor. You know, and it hurt. It hurt big time for me, you know, and it, and it wasn't personal. It was something that I had to do business to keep the duck running, to keep it afloat. Really? I mean, so I did, I, I think I did the right thing, but yet I had a sacrifice on some of my staff. And I'm sure that's all over this, the city. It's not just me. And I just hope anybody that's listening to this podcast, you know, if you were a, a former staff member of mine, I apologize, but this was not, this was not personal, you know, it was business. You know, and, and that's the hardest part I think I, I have right now to keep this restaurant going, you know, and to keep, keep those folks that, that were unemployed for all those months for the second round again. I mean, I had staff members coming up. Are you going to hire me back? I said, well, I don't know. Yeah. You know, if I had a crystal ball and tell me what's going on, that'd be great. So what, what are your hours going to be uh, once so, we're back open again? Yeah. So, um, you know, since we closed for dinner, we're just going to do eight to three, seven days a week excluding you know holidays christmas the only days we're actually closed is christmas day and thanksgiving day um so uh we're gonna we're gonna continue doing our 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 great breakfast and our great mimosas we got killer bloody marys with the bacon and blue cheese you know I, I, I got i got i got a lot of key members that are still with me in the kitchen that know the recipes um and i i'm in the kitchen more now and checking those recipes out to make sure that that corned beef hash is exactly the way it's supposed to be cooked our chicken fried steak the, the country gravy you know which we cook from scratch the kentucky you know. biscuits oh the kentucky biscuit oh that of course <laughs> you know so i think i'm i think i'm gaining a little more weight than i you know usually used to uh so i'm gonna have to get get back on the road and start putting some miles in i was you know so that's exactly what i was going to talk about because yeah. one i think the special events is a great idea yeah. oktoberfest is going to kill it here and i guess what i want to say is I don't think people realize because you're the most healthy, fit-looking guy of all time. You drink beer. <laughs> I like drink. you're like I think you're the, the the guy that likes the most beer and also looks the most like you just drink like coconut water. Well, you know I'm German. See, so there you go. My dad uh, put a put a German beer in my hand probably at like 14 years old, <laughs> and you know I was at a restaurant in uh, in Germany, and uh, the server comes up and says, "What would you like to drink?" And I said, "Coke." And my dad goes, "No, it's too expensive. Have a beer." <laughs> True story. That's awesome. So you know, so I, I got started young, and then in my, in my late twenties, I realized, oh my gosh, I, I think I'm I'm gaining a little bit of a, you know, a little of a pouch here, you know. So I decided that uh, I, I started getting into running. Uh, one of my younger brothers is uh, was an elite runner. He ran for the Air Force Academy, so he was my inspiration. So I just started running, and I still continue doing it. Um, I'm you know I have injuries right now where I'm I'm not running as much as I used to, so I'm riding a bike. But uh, hopefully that'll be taken care of soon. And but, you know, overall, um, I, I'm I'm very blessed that I have uh, an incredible business. 
you know, the reputation that I have here in Long Beach. And I'm very happy that a lot of folks, even during COVID, they really came out, you know, um, and very generous people out there, um, you know, that, that, that would just come in, drop something off and say, hey, look, I know what you're, I know what you're doing. I've, 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 I've seen how hard you work and this is just something for you and the staff. And I was just like, wow, you know, so there's really good people out there. And, and um, you know, I guess hard work really pays off if you, if you really pursue it, so. I think it's gonna be pretty incredible how many times I show up and just slam like six of these mimosas. This, this pomegranate mimosa is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even just saying it because you're here. I'm yeah. just saying because this is incredible. Well, it's good for you. Good for your heart. It's good for your heart. Pomegranate the, juice. The mixture of <laughs> champagne and, and pomegranate juice is incredible right now. Yeah. And then I'm just going to, you know, once I get a little too loose, then I crush a little bit of corned beef hash, and I'll be ready to roll. There you go. What's Absolutely. your What's your favorite dish here? Uh, my favorite dish is the corned beef hash. See? Yeah. Even me. Yeah. It, it is It is the, the, the dish that put us on the map. Um, you know, every time I eat it, I don't eat it. I probably eat it about once maybe twice every month but when i eat it it puts a smile on my face it really does i sit there and just go wow this is so good <laughs> can't take away from the you know chicken fried steak or the biscuit gravy or you know um our our incredible huevos rancheros with a dark pasilla chili you know there's so many good breakfast dishes something we just recently came up with was on uh what was it, two weeks ago on saturday so at if you folks have been in for dinner we had the mango barbecue ribs, the pork ribs on the menu. Well, we had about 15 orders in our freezer because we cook them fresh and then we do is wrap them up, you stick them in the freezer and when we always pull out like three or four orders every night for, for the evening business. Well, I had, I had all these ribs there. I go, what am I gonna do with these? So I said, okay, well let's do ribs with eggs, toast and potatoes. Wow, hell yeah. Right? Like a half a slab of ribs. Yeah. On, for breakfast, and I'm going. I go. Can I sell this? Will this work? So, my uh, one of my line guys, uh, he's uh, uh, his name is uh, Luis, and uh, he goes. Go scratch the barbecue sauce. Let's do uh, chili verde sauce. So he pours the chili verde sauce on the top of the ribs, puts the eggs, puts the toast. I take a picture of it. I post it on Facebook, and within an hour, we sold eight dishes really yeah it's incredible and the next day which is a sunday we sold out wow so he goes hey you want to do those ribs again i said heck yeah so that's on the menu now it, no it's not on the menu it's a special oh, okay, okay so okay. every saturday and sunday we're going to be doing these delicious ribs dude that sounds with as breakfast and so on sunday one of my servers comes up goes hey joey take a look at this plate nothing but bones dude that's awesome i mean this guy licked the bones clean sounds like i was like gross. that's that and, and by the way that puts a smile on my face when i see empty plates Obviously, we know what we're doing, you know. So, are you nervous that there's going to be like 22-year-old girls that are just going to be like <laughs> having to be wheelbarrowed out of here? Uh, well, you know, just like any uh, other, you know, you got to look, you got to look at the ABC laws, Al <laughs> alcohol and beverage. You have to control, yeah, make sure, true. you know, which I always do. Check everybody's ID. You know, if somebody is intoxicated, of course, you're gonna have to stop. You know. So we're, we're going to control that. We're not, we have no problem with that. I, I, I don't think, again, we're not a bar. We're a restaurant. And, you know, most most folks, when they have a mimosa, they're eating. So, well, Paul, do you want to be the guy that escorts those 22-year-old yeah. girls out of here? <laughs> First off, a thousand percent, I'll be the guy. Uh, but second, yeah, you're a, a restaurant owner, but you're yeah. a grandfather first, a father yes. first. Yes. And that's what we appreciate about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
before we uh, get out of here, how's water skiing going? Uh, it's going good. We, we've uh, the uh, Wayne Wilms, who's the uh, reason why I get to ski every Tuesday, decided to put a brand new Evan Rood engine on his 16-foot classic Tahiti ski boat. Now, mind you, this is a 16-foot boat, hand-laid fiberglass from the you know 60s. Pretty cool. So, but you put this brand new engine on it, and man, this thing has no wake. You can make turns like a pendulum on a clock, swinging back and forth. So any folks out there that are not around, for, uh, that, that don't have to work on a Tuesday, come down and check us out. We're down there from 8.30 till about 3 o'clock. At Marine Stadium? At Marine Stadium. Uh, yeah, and is, you can see the passion that I have for the water. Oh, Kind of collides with the with the restaurant yeah. stuff, you know? Are so. you, is uh, Vestamark out there? Oh, yeah, Craig Vestamark. Yeah, sure, he's out there. He's a fan favorite. Oh, he is. <laughs> He's a fan he favorite. is. Uh, have you gone it on any like trips and whatnot? Uh, um, like well, ski trips? not a. Well, it's funny because I just went. I just came back from a water uh, snow ski trip to Mammoth. Oh, really? So we left last um, last Tuesday. Came back on Friday morning, and I got to ski with Ron Bones, which is a big water skier down at Marine Stadium, and uh, uh, who's the other guy? Lee Squire. Yeah, now, if Lee anybody knows Lee Squire, this guy is an animal. I mean, serious. If you ever watch this guy ski to Catalina back, you'll see why I call him an animal. Didn't you, didn't you set a world record or something like that? Yes, he did. He's the oldest to ski to, to uh, uh, Catalina and back under one hour. We have over, oh, by the way, over yeah. 60 years old. So I think he did that when he was 64. We yeah. had him on the show. Not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, these guys are just, you know, you know what, what's great about these guys is that we all have the same common thread for just being on the water and, and, and having that same mental aspect of, of, you know, that seems to be the best thing to be, you know, especially me, like 60, I'm 64 to lay out turns like I'm 25, you know, and it's amazing. It just, it's just your mental as outlook is, is that positive outlook, even through COVID and everything. I know it was tough for me sometimes, like especially the second round. I was working, you know, 12, 14 hour days mm -hmm. by myself with one cook. But I kept that in my mind going, hey, look, this is going to be over soon. You know, I'll be back on the water. I'll be, I'll be sitting around talking about this. And I think all, all of us have to keep that in mind that we will, in a couple of years, we'll go, God, you remember, remember 2020? Yeah. My gosh, did that kick our butts or what? Because I think it did. It kicked everybody's butts. For sure. You know? Dude, when you go, so you, when you're water skiing, you single ski, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, so when you go to the mountains and on, on the snow, do you snowboard or do you ski? Um, I do both. Okay. Uh, when I go to Mammoth, I ski because I don't think I can go off the cornice on a snowboard. I'd probably kill myself. <laughs> I probably would kill myself. I just would be on my heels all the way down. Yeah. So, um, but when I when I ski local, yeah, I ski. I do the snowboard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was a tough transition, but I, I I got it down, and my both my my daughter and son both uh, love it. Love snowboarding. Okay. So, yeah. I'm more of a ski guy, yeah. but yeah. I'll get out there. Yeah. You know, I'm not afraid yeah. to get out there and dabble no. a little bit in the no. snow. Yeah. All right, John, you got any more questions? Yeah. Joey, thanks for joining the show, hey, man. Hey, thanks, John. Appreciate it. This has uh, been a great time. Yeah. I, was, I mean, I'm going to be back with, you know, crushing mimosas with yeah. you. I mean, you'll probably be working, but oh, yeah. if you ever want to come and, you know, have a, uh, another mimosa with me, oh, yeah. I'm down. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I love it. Thank <laughs> well, I, well, my, my, my uh, limit is one mimosa per day. <laughs> but during COVID, I was probably drinking two or three. <laughs> don't don't tell Shelly. She doesn't know that. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joey. Appreciate it, man. I uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you. Hey.
Hey. Wow. I can't believe the deal. I really can't. The three dollars. The bottom was three dollars. Doesn't make any sense. How do you feel? You had. I didn't have one. You had one. Oh, I feel great. I know I talked about it a little bit during the interview about how good that mimosa was. And you know me, I'm a mimosa connoisseur. I, well, I could be a sommelier of mimosas if you really want to break things down. I've had multiple mimosas on the golf course uh, in the morning, a nice little 6 a.m. tea mm-hmm. time, get, get a little loose, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you know me, I'm, I'm a little bit of a, a stickler when it comes to percentages. Uh-huh. You know, are you a 90-10 guy? Are you a 95-5 guy? Are you an 85 85- 15 guy when it comes to champagne to orange juice or whatever or juice any sort of flavored juice there's yes. nothing discriminatory about this show right i'm a little bit of a stickler perfection was it the crooked duck was oh, perfection I, you know i need that little i need the kick to show hey you know you you are drinking something that has alcohol in it you mm-hmm. gotta that mm-hmm. has to be reminded in your brain or else your brain just like well so fuck it. too let's, much you know let's let it rip but it reminds you, hey, you're drinking something alcoholic. Uh, does it hit hot, the little placebo effect sometimes where it mm-hmm. says, hey, it's a little alcohol. Yeah. All of a sudden, your brain is way even more fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. But it was perfect. It was an absolutely perfect mimosa. And I don't know if that was because I'm a celebrity. I'm assuming no, because they do they do it right there. Yeah. they. Well, we were at the owner's booth. That's but- true. But I'm telling you. I don't know how to explain it. Like that doesn't make sense. I didn't. I didn't believe you at first when I. When it was three dollars, it doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I think they're just saying, "F it, let's get let's get this place packed on weekdays." And I'm in. And I'm in. And you don't have to tell me twice. And will I bring my own green food diet on? Oh yeah. On St. Patrick's Day, yes. But Joey Rooney probably already has the green food diet. Actually, wow! You know, we always have million dollar ideas. Mm-hmm. This is a very solid like fifty dollar idea. Right in our sweet spot. Yeah. Okay. Because last St. Patty's Day, yeah, I made green beer, and by made I mean I put green beer right. dye in my beer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was hard to find on St. Patty's Day. If we go right now and buy, and a, buy a bunch and just, well, first of all, I have the most monetized Instagram account in the area. True. That's that's probably what the person's doing. Shit. They're one step ahead of us. I might do that. I make make a dollar per dye. You know what's funny is. Right when you, you had the idea before me, obviously, because you began talking, mm-hmm. but right when you began talking, I was like, I got an idea and we had the same idea. <laughs> well, cause this the, is how close. And this are. is from, well, this is from experience because it was kind of a bitch. Cause like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I went to a store and they didn't have it. And I was like, do I care this much about putting green dye in my beer? Ugh, I did it, but it would have been a lot you. easier to go to my buddy's house. I'm telling you pay him two bucks monopolize the green yeah food dye game mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. Need, where are they gonna go gotta come to us gotta come to us uh this is good timing for crooked duck because as i've said i don't know five thousand times well first of all your taste buds change you say that every seven years yep that's second a, of all i don't say that anytime i anytime i knock something repeatedly i end up loving it and yeah. i used to not be a mimosa guy and this summer i became a mimosa guy i used oh, to talk like nothing mimosas. but shit on mimosas you're a mimosa guy now. Well, I was always a Bloody Mary guy, but recently, well, uh, they're kind of good. They're, they're lighter than Bloody Marys. Yes, that's what I've realized. But here's the deal, John: you can be both. You don't oh, have yeah. to be a bloody guy or a mimosa guy. And I hate the people that think that you do. No, you can do both. I think it's 
it's situational because blade mirrors are so heavy. You know yeah, that they I'm are. A, I'm a fit guy. Fitness first these days. What's well, a meal? It's a meal. So if you have two Bloody Marys in a meal, you are out of commission for like three days. Right. But if you just want to have one Bloody Mary, mix it up a little bit, and then a little bit later do have lunch, that's a good technique. Bloody Marys are, are a good hangover cure because it fills your stomach up a little bit. Mm. Your stomach is empty. It's wondering what the hell happened the night before. But if you throw a Bloody Mary in there, it gets a little hair of the dog, mm. a little shampoo effect. And it's a meal. They they put olives and blue cheese and it's tomato juice. And it's delicious. <laughs> Thank you. So, what? Thank you for describing what's in it. No, I'm just saying that. Yeah. But that's why it's a hangover cure, mostly. The mimosa is more of a let's get a hangover type deal. Just thought of another great idea. Okay, hit me. We start a restaurant that's natural restaurant. And basically, it just doesn't matter how good the quality is because we're like, well, it's all natural. We can't determine, we can't determine if that's going to be a good Bloody Mary. But you know that it was naturally crafted. Okay, it's I like, get it. Well, it's like the natural wine. Well, what's, it just sounds how a lot is that going to help us? Uh, because we just is things will be cheaper. We just yeah, we just or we can make it more expensive. We make it more expensive, and we pay people less because we just hire the shittiest people. Everyone's always like, oh, I hire the best people. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, we'll be like, this is naturally natural, crafted yeah. in Long Beach. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. Okay. You, I don't know if you can make a bad Bloody Mary, though. Yeah. I don't think that's possible. Tomato juice, vodka, bacon. What else? Blue cheese, olives. Yeah, see? Easy. Pepper. There's got to be some pepper in Easily. there. Easily. Worcestershire sauce? Worcestershire I'm sauce. I'm guessing sure. there's Worcestershire sauce in there. Yeah. I haven't. I don't know if I've ever... I mean, I've probably made a Bloody Mary. Tabasco. I've done the thing where you just pour the mix in with the vodka. Anything beyond that, it's beyond me. I think I can make a better one than the mix. I really do. With ketchup? Do you use ketchup? I don't know. I mean, should we make a Bloody Mary place? <laughs> I think we would have it at our celery. Oh, yeah, because celery comes in Bloody Marys. Yeah, I don't know if you heard me. Sheesh. I brought it up earlier in the show. Yeah, it you're does. Right. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Should we make it a brunch spot? We can't no, take we the don't business want to take, away yeah, from yeah. No, no, no. Good point. Okay, that's our favor to you, Joey. We're not going to open <laughs> celery right now. God, we're nice guys. You know what's funny? Uh, I got a text. No, I got a Snapchat the other day from uh, an ex-bartender at the Tavern, 49er Tavern. Okay. Uh, Sarah, my good friend Sarah, the bartender at... Uh, at the tavern she's not there anymore she moved pandemic and all that stuff she moved back to san diego or wherever she's from i forget but she sends me a snapchat of her dipping a piece of celery inside of some ranch and she ate it and she goes how'd how'd your restaurant do during the pandemic is what she said <laughs> and i fucking lost my mind i laughed so hard that's awesome and uh i said I said, it's still good. We're still afloat. She said, to go orders only, huh? And I was like, yeah, tough. But, you know, yes, we have to deal with it. We already, how many customers do we already have that they're just not customers because we're not around? Exactly. They'd be there if we were there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot. I'd say a lot. I'd probably say about 1,000. Yeah. Thousands. How many listeners do we have? Thousands? Yeah, probably. 500 million. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's all I got with that. 
with the Bloody Mary talk. Nothing like taking up a nice little 10 minutes of your time by talking about Bloody Marys and mimosas. But I'm telling you, so it's breakfast. It's So it's all day, Monday through Thursday. Yeah, 8, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. So you could get there at 8 a.m., drink what? 107. Two every hour for seven hours, 14 Bloody Marys, and you're only spending... Under 50 bucks? That doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. Uh, also... You should probably eat if you do that. Yeah, you have to eat. But like I said, if you... I'm telling you, I'm not even... Joey's not even around anymore, so... Although, I wish he was here. He I would like too. it here. Yeah, he would. He Should we just get him as a nice little third guest or third <laughs> third co-host? Uh, he's not here anymore, but I'm telling you, that corned beef hash is incredible. I don't know if there's anything that I like more than that. That That's the best breakfast dish Ever probably, yeah. Yes, I, I mean I'm I'm just I'm, that, he's not here. He's not here right now. I didn't ask him about duck sausage, and I wanted to. I thought of I it. Forgot about it. I thought of it, and I decided not to. Next time, duck chili. Yeah, but but then I, I, but then I was gonna say, have you ever had duck sausage? <laughs> yeah, I was ready to roll. Yeah, uh, are, duck chili. The duck chili is bomb. It's open for lunch, so you can get duck chili for lunch. Yeah, I almost brought it because I had one of the best bowls of clam chowder in my life at Crooked Duck. So they I, they can't get rid of the soups. No. Lunch. You get a super yeah, lunch. Yeah, super lunch. Okay. I mean, if I'm going to go for brunch, so I'm going to go at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., murder a bunch of mimosas, and then I'll decide if I want breakfast or lunch after that. Yeah. Doesn't that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I got. Let's get to a couple extra things. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about with uh, with the Crooked Duck or no? No. Okay, good. All right. Actually, first off, I have something to say. It's a quick grab my gears. It's two things. One, I think my tooth is fixed. Whoa, what'd you do? I went to the dentist, remember? And then I, he did it and then it hurt even more. I went back and he kind of fixed some things and I think it's, I don't, I'm not gonna say it's fixed, but I think it's at about 85% now or 80%, which is good enough for me. I'm woke. What do you got? We're a good, no, he just did the old Eric Azrin. Our good friend Eric Azrin taught me this trick when we were like in elementary school. Uh huh. He said, Hey, if your parents ever, (laughs) if your parents ever tell you to turn the TV down, uh huh. Just accidentally bump it up a few notches and then turn it back down to where it was, and then they'll think you turned it down. And I think that's what uh, your dentist did. I think he just effed you up even more and then he fixed you back to where you were. Oh, okay. That's a smart move. Okay. But, and you know what? That's fine with me because <laughs> as long as it's not as bad as it was, I'm okay. Yeah. And I think, I think you might be right, actually. I think that's exactly what he did. And I'm okay with it. Do you feel great? No. Yeah. But do I ever? No. Exactly. Life ain't perfect. No. If my tooth can be, if it's doable, if I could take a bite on the right side, that's okay with me. Yeah. When 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 I went back, I couldn't even take a bite. Well, what he did, I think actually the real move is like, if they want you to turn it way down... You just turn you turn up and then you turn a little bit down. So that's what he did. He made you, he made you worse. He made you a little bit better. But it was back he to where it was. He didn't actually fix it. Yeah, which is fine. It's fine. This I'm guy's okay a genius. with it. Uh, by the way, I watched the internship 
last week. Oh, that's unbelievable. Uh, it's it's funnier every time I watch it. It really is. the The movie is funnier every time I watch it. I yeah, I think. I think they knew that because you know how the first time you watch internship, it's like not that good. And it's not it's, that it's not good. It's not, it's not yeah. good, but like, I think they're so good at what they do. They know that like, like they're making it cheesy because it's so funny. Dude. It, so like the first time you watch it, like this is kind of stupid and cheesy. And then you're like, wait, they know what they're doing and they are hilarious. It's so spot on every time. I, every time I watch, I'm just like, dude, this is, this movie's spot on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's incredible. I love it's the gold standard. I think it is the gold standard for one. Uh, I, I think my favorite line is when he says when he's drawing on uh, Yo-Yo's eyebrow and he goes, "Tighten your asses, let's go." Yeah, I think that's my favorite line. I say it all the time. I like. Uh, I really love the scene when they're when when Vince Vaughn is, uh, leaving and they're riding away on the bikes. It's just it's, it's yeah. I mean I don't. We don't need to get into the movie. Yeah, we don't need to get into it. You, you guys, if you haven't watched it, you got to watch it. And if you haven't, like, that's don't on you. Don't give me that. It's better for the team, Billy. You're Face it. You're doing great here. I'm not. <laughs> uh, also, another good line is when, at the, when they're at the strip club and he goes, this is tapioca. She's studying to be a dental assistant. <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else was I going to say? My tooth. Oh, grind my gears. Quick grind my gears. I was closing down Rosini's the other day, and uh, we closed a little bit early because we're in the middle of a pandemic, John. Mm-hmm. You've heard uh, in the middle of a pandemic, and guy calls about eight fifteen or so, and I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to leave. Everything's shut down. I just need to get out of there. And uh, guy says calls, and I'm like, hey, sorry, man, we we close, we're closed. And he says, well, it says you close on, at nine o'clock on your menu. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, well, we close an hour early now on uh, during the pandemic. Uh, just That's just what we've been doing. And uh, he says, he says, okay, well, you should probably change that on your menu. And I was like, I was like, okay, thanks, man. I appreciate your input. Sorry about that. Uh, call tomorrow or whatever. And he's like, okay. He's pissed. Calls back three minutes later. And I answer again. I'm like, Rosini's were closed. He's like, hey, man, I just called. And he's like, you know, I just want to let you know, you you really got to you really gotta fix your marketing. You really got to fix your marketing team. You got to let your marketing team know that uh, that you got to change your menu and stuff like that. Because people are, are going to see your menu and be like thinking you're open until 9. And I was like thinking like, first off, buddy. We don't have a fucking marketing team at Rosini's Pizzeria, bro. There's three <laughs> people that work here. You know, this isn't a fucking Chili's. I was so pissed at this guy. I was like, who the fuck are you, buddy? All right, you want to fucking make the menus? You want to go door to door and pick up every menu that we just sent out? It's like the people that... Remember when we you created the restaurant edition of the magazine? And then uh, the people were like, this is useless. Yeah, Everything's closed. And it's like, yeah, we fucking know, you idiot. This is how I felt with this guy. I was like, hey, dickhead. Don't fucking waste my time and call me again and say that my marketing is bad of a fucking hole-in-the-wall pizza place. I was so fucking mad at this guy. I'm I'm still pissed. I, 
And I know where he was coming from. I get it. I know that it said we were closed at nine. I know you're pissed because you probably wanted to try us and we were closed 45 minutes earlier than you thought. But like, fucking relax. It's not the end of the world. Call tomorrow. Like, holy shit. Now you know that we're closed at eight. You know, we're not fucking it's- like, you know, Black Angus. So I am the marketing team at a few restaurants. Yeah, I know, but I'm and, just... well, I'm just saying the the anger of like first of all, this is part of what people don't understand is that and I get where he's coming. There's from. so much when when they say this is killing restaurants is because restaurants have there's so much they pay for that people don't think about. Like they have to pay someone to fix all their menus, and they have to pay someone to fix their website, and they have to pay like. Your average, especially someone who owns like Rosini's who just makes pizzas, like they don't know how to do all that. So they got, or if you do all that yourself, then you're not, you don't work in the restaurant. Like you don't have unlimited hats. So you have to pay all these people to do this. And like Rosini's, they probably can't pay someone to fix that many. They've been tossed on the same menu for years. I'm the one that does it. Oh, you are. So I'm the the marketing. Okay. You are the marketing team. They know. But also, but it costs money to print all those fucking menus. Yeah. Right. When why would we change the menu to, hey, during the pandemic we close at eight, and then if we open up in in two weeks, or right. Joey says two to three weeks, three to four weeks, or whatever, and that's probably a little foreshadowing. That's probably what's going to happen. Uh, then why would I change it to eight and then have to redo it again and change it back to nine because we're open at nine now? Right. Open till nine now. The other thing that's crazy is like how pissed people get at the restaurant for clo- everyone has shorter hours right now. Yes, we have, and they have to. And it's you like you can't pay everybody. You, you're you're like they're directing their anger at the wrong people. Like you think Rosini's doesn't want to be open till nine and make a bunch of money. Yes, but like they literally have no indoor business. It's only the to go. Like it's just like it's like Joey. Do you think he really in his Best dreams was like, hopefully, one day we won't have dinner business. No, right. you probably want a booming dinner business. Right. But people don't want to go sit outside in 30, not 30, but like it was like 50 degree weather the other right. week. So what are you going to do? And by the way, I was very nice to this guy on the on the phone. I didn't I didn't. Oh, start you have good manners. You I have got good great manners. manners. I said, hey, man. I was like, he, when he called back, I was so mad while he, when he called me back. I was like fuming, like listening to this guy, what he was saying. And I'm just like, dude, this is fucking a minimum wage job and I'm trying to go home and I'm not getting paid right now while I'm talking to you. This is what I'm thinking. It's like, and I don't fucking give a shit what you say, buddy. But I was like, Hey man, thank you. I appreciate your input. Uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely, uh, keep that in mind. And when we, you know, I'll definitely keep it, it, what you're saying in mind. And he's like, okay. Okay. And it's like, did you fucking really hang the phone up and call back and decide to tell me this? What's fucking happening with your life right now? Like, just relax. You're going to be fine that you didn't get to have your pizza. By the way, you could call fucking Domino's, bro. That's what everybody else does. It's cheaper, you know? God. It just ticked me off. They just ticked me off. But It'll I appreciate right. everybody that's not that guy that does call Rosini's to try to keep the small businesses afloat. I really appreciate all you out there. I'm just telling you that there are other people out there that are shitty. Don't be shitty. Remember that. 
That's my advice to everybody. Uh, okay, that's all I got for my grind my gears. Do you have one? It was a little bit of a long grind my gears. No, you're, you're so pissed that it made me pretty happy about my life. By the way, I did think of something. I, I, need, I need to be upset. Mm. And now that my tooth's okay, I need to be upset sometimes. You're alive when you're mad. Yeah, which is nice. I can't be happy all the time. I just can't be. It's not good for you. No, it's not. You got to have a little bit of a little edge, a little chip on your shoulder, you know? Yeah. That's what puts the asses in the seats, Sean. Our best shows have been when we're pissed off. Yeah. We've said some some effed up we have. ass. We have. But puts the asses in the seats. Hey, and we're better off for it. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. A couple of things before we shut her down. We're running a little long here, John. One, I don't know if you saw this, but... A Belmont Shore Business Association executive director has been I did see that hired. Did you see this? Yeah. This per this lady, her name is Jesse Antigue, I think. I think that's how you spell it or how you say it. Jesse Antigue mm-hmm. is where I'm going with. Listen to this lady's title and tell me that she's not second best of who could have been hired in this job. She's a content marketer, entrepreneur, and podcast host. That's her. That was her job before. You're telling me that she was the best content marketer, entrepreneur, and podcast host that you could have chose to be the, the executive director of the Belmont Shore Business Association? I think what happened is you, you faked that you wanted to be it, but, and they formed the best vision of yeah, what it could be, Yeah, and they're like, we need Paul Slater. And then they said like, well, he didn't actually put his application in. Yeah, you're so right. And they, they actually, they changed the job to be what you are. Yeah. So this is my fault. Well, it's a hundred percent your fault. I think you put your application in. I think you're the, you're the executive director. Yeah. You didn't put Fuck. the application in. I didn't. Well, I, I, I asked how you create a lot of buzz, <laughs> create a lot of buzz, but you didn't actually put the application in. And I they said how. like, wow. Yeah. Paul would have been perfect. Let's just go to the next best guy. Or girl, or Gary girl. Gal. And you know what? And she's probably pretty good at her job. Oh, I don't she, know. I think she's going to be electric, and I don't know anything about her. Uh, she is from where's she from? I guess she's lived in Long Beach before. It was her summer home, is what she mm. said. No, winter, winter home. Also, your winter home. Yeah, for your point. whole life. Uh, she's and been, summer home. She's been in New York. I mean. Honestly, this lady sounds incredible. She's been in New York, Kansas City, <laughs> San Diego. She sounds great. Uh, she sounds great. I'm not taking anything from her. No. But I'm just saying there's no way that she was the best option. She was the second best option. Me being the first. Which is fine. Anybody playing second second fiddle to me, got to be pretty sweet. She coattailed that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. She was the seven-footer from Lithuania off the bench. Yeah. You know, and she got a ring. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. All right. Uh, so that's all I had to say. Jesse Antigue, the new Belmont Shore Business Association executive director. And she must be pretty good because Dee Dee said that she was waiting for the best option. Mm-hmm. We trust Dee Dee. We trust. Oh, yeah. J- Jessica, is it? Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to have her on the show. I, I'm fired up. She. There's no way that she doesn't listen. Also, podcast host, not sure what show she hosts. 
but are, it's, are you wondering if it's huh five stars? I'm wondering if it's five stars, but it's sad that it's now the second best rated show in Long Beach. Mm. Hmm. It can't be the top rated because we are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it. Next, another thing for you, John. Uh, I we're, we're running along, but I didn't want to touch on this too much. But it's incredible that Gavin Newsom was in Long Beach and nobody told me. Oh no, I'm just got a vision. Well, yeah, I I saw Robert Garcia and Gavin Newsom just like taking all these selfies together, which is cool. We like taking selfies. Together. You know what's funny? But oh, do you think they went to a winery without us? Because I know they did. Yes, one thousand uh, percent they did. That's sad. Nobody told. I didn't get hit up, and that might have been for my own good. But God damn it, I could have gone wherever they were. People, they they, didn't they took me. this incredible picture, like somewhere, with like, with like every person you can think of. They're like firefighters and nurses and like people in suits and like people like of every creed. I saw that. I saw the picture. We got we to gotta put one of those pictures together one day. There's no way those were all r- real people. Yeah, you could just find the uniforms at like Party City or something. Oh, there's a uniform store right over here in North Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, if, if they were... They weren't. I could they guarantee weren't working. that. And if... Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It was a great picture. We should put one together. How, did you see the picture of them elbow bumping? It was yeah. perfect. It was just... They held it probably for about 15 seconds. As to get the if picture. they didn't do the freaking French kiss when they saw... Not French kiss. The, yeah. Was the thing on the cheek? Cheek to cheek? Yeah, some fucking French shit. You know they do that. I mean, that's how we greet each other. Yeah, I do it all the time. That's the only way to do it in Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. I can guarantee that. I just... In bis, bis. I think that's what they call it in French. Yeah. I... Yeah, I'm just a little ticked off that nobody hit me up. I think it's because they didn't want me to to stir up any controversy. Because I would have. No question about it. My questions to him would have been incredible. My questions to uh, Gavin Newsom. Just about anything. (laughs) I would have just asked some random ass shit. Anything that came into my head. About how China pulled some sneaky shit at the port. And that eventually led to you getting a parking ticket. And then there being a global pandemic. Yep, that's one Question that I would ask for sure. One, three. This is a three-part question. I would also asked uh, why my favorite winery, Water's Edge, was shut down while his winery was open at the time. That's kind of messed up, yeah. in my opinion. And then I would have asked him, but I will, I would say, this isn't a question, but I'm telling you, I will go to your winery and wine and dine with you. If you would like. Yeah, this question's more of a statement. I will go to your winery if you would like to pay me. To do yes, that. and I would. Yeah. And you don't even have to pay me. You just have to pay for my wine. I could see it so it. clearly. Me, you, Bobby, and Gav, all with the shorts right above our knees, and we will have a great time. You th- Drinking a little. Yeah. Well, we'd have a good time at Crooked Duck, TBH. Well, shit, yeah, I would. That's not a bad idea. And, you know. I've done a champagne. Was it a sham? A sham it's like a. Uh, it's like a beer bong for uh-huh. champagne. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Champagne flute? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, well, it wasn't common <gasps> enough to say the word. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Uh, also, he, it's crazy that Gavin Newsom didn't step foot in East Long Beach because he knows. He knows who runs the show over here. 
And it ain't Bobby Garcia. Bobby Garcia doesn't even step foot on this side of town because he knows if he came out, imagine him at poor Dick's. Oh, I'd give him so much shit. <laughs> like, hey. You wouldn't, that wouldn't make you respect him? Maybe. But I need him to say something to me first. I he, know I know that you run That the would show be him here. entering the arena and then he'd have to prove it on the floor. Yeah. So and first I of all, you that. can't you can't win a game if you never go in the arena. Good and point. right now he doesn't go in the arena. That's a good point. That's a good point. He doesn't make it to the big dance. Mm-hmm. He's never been to the big dance. But once you get to the big dance, you can upset a five seed. Mm-hmm. You can upset a four seed. You gotta get there first. I mean, I've been in two seed at Poor Dicks for six years. I'll ki- I will forever be a three seed. You know, I can make a deep run, but most likely I'm getting out in the Sweet 16. Producer Nick is Kansas. He's number one seed every year. He then, never not but then he goes seat. home. He never not been a one seed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, that's all I got for that. It one, feels good that March is, is coming up. Yeah, it's I'm not pumped. March yet, Paul. Let me remind no, you. No, I know. But it's it's right around the corner. It John, feels real good. All right. Well, uh, one more thing. I got a quick restoration update for you. I like that. Have you heard about this? So, Restoration, who was on the front lines, and they were battling for the community, and they got in trouble for it. Oh, yeah. What was the lady's name? Dana something. It's right here. Dana Tanner. That's a hell of a name. It's a good name. Uh, they got in trouble. Did they not? Well, what did we say about them? They were breaking some codes or some shit or whatever, yeah. but they were just trying to, you They're know. They trying to feed, the, feed their, own, their employees. Exactly. They were trying to feed their employees. And I guess they were issued a new health permit on accident. They were given an, a health permit by mistake. But that, I mean, it's too late, is it not? <laughs> like once you, Wait, so they got like their health thing revoked and then someone like gave it to them? On, on accident. Oh, on I love accident. that. Uh, it's too late now though. Once you're given it, you can't, you can't retake it. No, you can't, you can't take it back. No. So what's the, I mean, they're they're good. good. They're fine. I think they're good. That's pretty epic. Well, you know, something happened. Bobby Garcia, something happened with Bobby Garcia. You know him. He's trying to play the field. He needs all the votes he can get. Yeah, he does. It was an accident, John mistake. It was a mistake. Good for them, though. Happy accident. Yeah, yeah. They were rocking Mandarin. I was rocking Cantonese, and somewhere the lines got crossed. Happy accident, John. All right, that's all I got. Uh, you got anything else? No, I got to get out of here. Okay, yeah, you need to go. I do too. Uh, quick, nine uh, out of the week for you this week. Peyton Watson. Did you see this? Our guy, Peyton Watson. He was named McDonald's All-American. Do you see that? Uh, no. McDonald's All-American. Probably the most prestigious award when it comes to high school basketball. Is it not? Well, now with the McDonald's app, it's even more prestigious. <laughs> Good point. Great point. And right smack dab in the middle of Shamrock Shake season. That's huge. Sounds pretty That's good really me. big. Uh, so he's a McDonald's All-American. And let's not forget, just in case anybody doesn't know who he is, uh, Pauly High School basketball player just signed with UCLA, going to go there next year. Just in case anybody forgets, we were the first ones on him. Were we not? It's true. St. Barnabas, little brother, put up a No one else on has us. their feelers out in St. Barnabas no, like we do. Nope. And I knew right away. 
I knew that this freshman was going to be a stud. And nobody believed us. Nobody believed us, John. But we stuck it through with this kid. And now he's a big deal. Everybody's hitting him up. Ball is life. All this bullshit. All these uh, shitty-ass hoop vision Instagram accounts are Mm -hmm. posting about him like he's a big deal. Just remember who was there first. He'll he'll realize. He knows. You know what it is? It's like... It's like Joe Dirt's parents. They want to all be part of the uh-huh. show now that he's big. Uh-huh. But he's going to come. Run, where? Who's the chick? Uh, fuck, I forget. What's her name? Brandy. Brandy. I we're, knew something like that. We're Brandy. Yep, we and are. He'll come running. He'll realize. He's going to have a moment of realization. He, so he goes, okay, ball is life. You're just trying to make, make a dime out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Brandy loves you for who you are. We know that kid that was in the in the... In the real gym, in the Saint, in the Monsignor Foliard Hall, yes. shooting half court shots at halftime. Yep. We know that kid. We know that kid. John, realize, realize, realize. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Uh, also, like that. also, uh, but if you do want to like take us out to dinner or something like that, your uncles, uh, we're in. But we're not going to make. Not, you. We're not going to make. We're not you. asking that. No, we're just saying that if that happens, we're down. By the way, I think sports are back, John. Uh, high school sports. Yeah, I, I, think th- I got too. it up. I keep getting me- emails from uh, our f- good friend Rob Wygod, who we had at the Crooked Duck a long time ago. I don't know if you remember. True. Uh, he said, "I think he says that we're open." And what I have to say for one is, why did it take so long? It doesn't make sense to me. Like this, we could have done this a long time ago. Two, is it a little bit to have to do with me because now I am. For one more year, the last great three-sport athlete of Long Beach. For one more year. Because the football players that are going to play football can't play baseball this year. True. You know? Just saying. It's definitely about you. Okay, that's it. You got anything else? Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, John, life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. What you going to do when I come through, babe? Never been beat. Feel the only skin beat. I like the rim 10 feet. You can't stop me. Your game looks sloppy. You need more practice. Maybe you like this. To enjoy the game by midway. I can drive around you. Even shoot a trait. A three point threat. No sweat. You can bet. Back it out and fade away. I'll net. Hang time. What you want to do? Tell me. What you going to do when I come through? Bang. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy, know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach, too fun to lay up, catch you on a rebound, game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna do? Hang time, y'all, you know what I'm saying?